I'm thinking about the difference between Italy and Cork. And I was, I, I live in Cork and I recently went to Italy. And thinking back on the Italian experience and thinking about my daily life in Cork was fascinating. The, the biggest difference between Italy, well, let me be straight, I was in Puglia and Sorrento. I'm not sure what region Sorrento is in, but it's just south of Naples. But the biggest difference is scooters. There are no scooters in Cork. None at all. You know these scooters, the thing that mods used to go round on in the 60s, the things that y you can fit an adult d driver, uh, a passenger, and either a dog or a baby. That can be achieved. I saw it in Italy. The, the, the thing in Italy is that the rules of the road in Italy are different from the rules of the road in Ireland. Now, Italian rules of the road say that scooters have got priority in all places except on the sidewalks, except on the pavements, on, except on the footpaths. The reason I say that footpaths are excluded from uh, scooter rights of way is that I didn't see a scooter on a footpath. I did, on the other hand, see scooters, you know, on the driving on the on the opposite side of the road from motor cars. In other words, coming straight at me as I was driving along. Now in Italy, they all drive on the right-hand side of the road with the exception of scooters. Scooters drive on any side of the road that they like. Uh, scooters can weave in and out of traffic without any problems at all. Now that won't surprise you. It's a bit like, you know, cyclists can do that. Motorbikes can do that. And we've all seen that happen. But you haven't seen the Italian uh, rules in action. Because in, in Cork, motorbikes will slow down when coming in between traffic, especially whenever they need to go over the center line which is relatively rare. In fact, if you hit somebody in Ireland, uh, a person on a motorbike, who had moved over the centre line and the centre line was solid, I'm pretty sure that you'd get away with it. In other words, you wouldn't be convicted of dangerous driving. I would have no such confidence about Italy. My my test case is uh, the Amalfi Coast Road, south of uh, Sorrento, heading towards, let us say, um, Positano and Amalfi, down in that, that direct direction. Um, along that coast, both during the day and at night, interestingly enough, because scooters also have the right to drive on We'll, what we would call in Ireland uh, your side of the road they also have the right to drive there at night um, cars are obliged to get out of their way in fact every uh, time I saw a car facing coming headlong or, or a, a scooter I nearly said snooter but a scooter going head, head first for a car the car moved out of the way Another thing 
in difference between Cork and Italy, well, certainly between Cork and the south of Italy, the parts that I was in, all concerns horns. Now, in Cork, for example, people do blow the horn, do blow their horn. Uh, almost always the horn is blown as an expression of uh, irritation or, or even worse, anger towards another driver. It is a stupid practice, in my opinion, because uh, some driver who's done the wrong thing, you blow the horn at them and they may very well panic and do an even wronger thing. So it's not really a good practice. But I am fairly extreme on that. I can't remember when I last blew my horn at anybody except to say, uh, you know, how are you doing? Would you like to get in the car or something like that? But in, in Italy, the Italy I'm talking about, uh, it's full of uh, uh, horns. Well, beepers, I suppose you'd call it, because they're not as broad and as deep as a car horn. But essentially scooter drivers use their horns all the time. And it's not to express anger, as far as I can see, because I looked at the faces, I looked into the faces of scooter drivers, and I didn't see anger. What I did see was an assumption that you'd get out of their way, because they had just informed you that they were coming round the corner on your side of the road. Yes, it's, it's a fascinating country, Italy. There's something similar between Italy and South Italy and where I live in Glenmire and Cork. There's very good bread, courtesy of our uh, one of our local supermarkets, which has quite a large staff in their in their bakery department. So there's very good bread. There's crappy bread in the north of Italy. I know that from. Um, extensive experience and there's wonderful bread in the south of Italy so there, there is a sort of reason for twinning with you know Cork and Sorrento although I suppose in truth it would be Kinsale and Sorrento that would be more likely um, is Naples the second city in Italy? I think Milan is actually I think Milan might even be bigger than Rome, but it doesn't matter. Um, anyway, Naples is right up there. Cork is right up there, growing all the time, recently having grown from about 130,000 to about 220,000. An administrative feat. It isn't that there have been an awful lot of babies born in Cork. But um, what I can say is that the natural twinning experience would be Cork and Naples. If that was the case, I think one of the most valuable things would be for bakers in Naples to meet uh, bakers in Cork. And I'd have to say that the, the people in the south of Italy could teach people in Cork how to make pizza. I mean, move over Apache pizza, bring in Italian, real Italian pizza made by but that's an unfair comparison because the Italians have been making pizza since Roman times and uh, Irish uh, people and Irish Italians uh, have only been making pizza I doubt that they were making it 
um, 100 years ago. So that's it, a little comparison, little, uh, little uh, information about adventures in Italy. And uh, I do hope to have the ability to uh, travel the world and uh, give you some and bring closer together the peoples of Cork and the peoples of Naples. So this is Paolo Mani for, well, from Cork with Love Adventures, saying cheerio from a field in Cork. Bye-bye for now.